Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I don't know where you are in the world, but delighted to be joined by Mr. Joe Fournier. How are you, mate? I'm good, buddy. I am good. Still seething, but good. Okay. Well, I think we've had a clear, well, 48 hours, I think, we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, since your fight, it is Monday night at 11.20, just for timestamps. Yeah. How are you just physically and mentally? Give us a little update on that, first of all. Physically, I feel good. Uh, I weren't that bad, you know, although it was an illegal elbow. I managed to nearly get up in the count. <laughs> so still got a good chin, I guess. But um, no, I feel physically fine. Just I can't believe how terrible it's been, like, watching it back so many times, how clearly illegal it was and how close the referee was. And how everyone just went, yeah, didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, look, just... In reference to that, I mean, I when I was watching it, I didn't kind of see that initial motion um, from Kaya's side. It wasn't until uh, I was sent a few videos, quite a lot of videos, actually, um, with, like, not even a slow-mo, just kind of the angle that actually... There's quite a few angles that actually show... Um, Every angle. <laughs> ...that. But I didn't see it firsthand watching it. So, um, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that, but... We can clearly see him. We see him from KSI's statement as well, um, which he says it was unintentional, which could have been the case as well. I'm just playing devil's advocate. It could have been the case as well. But you obviously are not going to see it like that. And that was ultimately the defining shot that kind of ended the fight. Yeah. I mean, if you watch it again, right... He gets an underhook under my right arm, yeah, which is an MMA underhook, and follows it with a Muay Thai elbow. He just so happens to be training in a Muay Thai MMA gym, so it's a bit, a bit too much of a coincidence for me. And in a video I posted today saying that you can elbow in boxing if you're smart. You see that? So he's obviously worked on it. They've obviously trained it. They obviously knew what they were doing. He realized he hits me with the right hand and I kept walking through it there. I got to do something else. And he didn't think that, you know, he thought, I'm the promoter. I can get away with murder. And he did. Okay. Well, look, the situation has actually uh, gone. This has been now kind of the talk rather than your loss or KSI's win has, has been the talk over the last 48 hours on social media, wherever, uh, about this elbow. So I read a few things earlier on uh, about a decision being made by the PBA on Friday. Can you just expand on that, Joe, a little bit? So I got my law firm, my sports lawyers, to write them a um, a letter to explain that we feel like we've been, you know, obviously as a, as a governing body of that, of that bout, they got to, you know, 
do something about that. It was clearly over the world seen it as you see, you go on social media, you go on any media, it's ever what everyone's talking about. So we're like, if the world can see it, if KSI has admitted it, like surely this is a disqualification and at worst case, a no contest. And um, they wrote back and said, look, send us your evidence and send us what you, they actually admitted, he actually admitted on email that, yeah, I did say that I saw an elbow there, you know, when he came into the changing room. And um, now my lawyers, have, it's with my lawyers, they've sent them uh, an appeal with facts and videos and angles and, you know, reasons. And also they have a, they have their own handbook of their regulations, which we've applied to the, our appeal. And now we're just waiting. They said Friday by 4 p.m. they're going to give us the answer. What do you expect to happen? I mean, I'd be shocked if they don't overturn the decision for a disqualification or a no contest. Okay. So if it is awarded in your favour of a no contest or disqualification, does that mean that he definitely has to rematch you or will that come from public outcry, if that makes sense? He doesn't have to do anything. There was never a clause in his contract that he has to do anything. He has a rematch clause, but he's entitled to do what he wants with it. I'm not. It was one-sided. Okay. You know, like everything to do with this bout. Okay, so this will come down to if it is awarded in, in your favour with yeah. no contest or disqualification, it will be about whether... KSI wants to put that right in his perspective. That's the only way that really a rematch yeah. can take place. Yeah, basically. Okay. Because and you can see they don't want the rematch anyway because they, they've swerved it hard. Talking about Tommy Fury and even Mams tweeted out, oh, why doesn't Joe fight Tyron Woodley? So I guess they're trying to give me a big fight, you know, to sweeten, to sweeten it, but not KSI. I don't know why. I thought he was doing all right in the fight in the first round, but I guess maybe when he saw me getting his timing in the second round, they're like, oh, hold on. This is starting the tide start to turn here. And they were like, that was in the back of their mind is if he clinches him with the elbow. When you look at kind of, obviously we know we spoke about this obviously before your fight that, um, you know, professionally, obviously you hadn't fought for six years. You've had those two kind of these kind of fights in that period on the whole you'd say that KSI was a more active fighter than you I think that was fair to say with yeah. his fights over the last but performance wise what did you think once you was in the ring with him of KSI and also your own performance Joe because I've always been a slow starter so I knew that also six rounds I haven't done six rounds since like my pro debut or whatever it is, you know, it's like, there were like four and six rounders. So it's been a long time since I've had to be at that pace so early. So maybe that was my mistake. He was, they took, he doesn't, he might have power for a YouTuber, but there was no power in his, in his punches. His elbow was pretty good, but in his punches, there was no power uh, that bothered me in any way. I, well, you saw me, I got hit with a clean right hand. Windmill, just walked straight through it, smiled him, was like, oh, is that it? So the power ain't there. He's fast, though. That's what I will give him, is he was much faster than I anticipated. And it just took me around to get, you know, my feet under me and just get used to it. It's been a while, like you said, uh, 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 boxing. And so it's been two years since I've been in the ring in general. 
It took me a while to go on my feet. And then the second round, I started to time him. Started to time his jab. And then I hit him with that nice kind of left hook right hand. And then he caught me again with a right. That's This is the other thing about him and, and him and his coach. I saw his coach say that I called him up and friend him. Just total nonsense. Total lies. Black and white lies. Just made that out, made it out of clear. I haven't seen that. Like, tell us a bit more about that. I haven't seen that. No, after the fight, he came up to me and started cussing me and threatening me in the ring. After they illegally elbowed me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy about? I thought I was cool with him. And then I've known him for years. And then I saw like a Twitter post where he's um, a video someone has sent me where he's saying that I called him and threatened him. And that's why he came back to like, if I can't give it, don't, if I can't, if I give it, I got to be able to take it or some shit. Totally lied. Never threatened that guy in my life. Like shook his hand literally the day before in the like in the way in. All right, mate, how are you? How's things? Like never had a problem with him. Just total bullshit to that guy. Fucking just a fake dude. And then with regards to KSI, I said, oh, I wobbled him and uh, I was outclassing him. Bro, we fought for three and a half minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at Canelo versus Amir Khan, he also outclassed him for the first three minutes. <laughs> what happened in that fight? He got knocked the fuck out. So it don't mean nothing, those, those, you know, the first round, second round. Does he just, you just warm it up. You're getting into the groove. You know what I mean? So that's just the way that they reacted since has just been mad, bro. Like, Oh yeah, I might have yeah, I tarnished my win, but he was gonna go down any shut up. Stop talking shit. It's just like all fake. Everything about it is fake. I was disappointed in KSI because I thought he was kind of like, you know, quite a cool dude. And I thought well, I respect him what he's done in it. But then you got you gotta be a man about it, and say, Oh, listen, how about the dude? Let's assume, let's give the benefit of that and that he says it was an accident, even though I don't think it is. So it was an accident, but that's what ended the fight. I don't want to win like that. He should be right into the viewers, and you're right. It should be a no contest. Let's run it back. Okay. So, come Friday, which is by the time this goes out tomorrow, Tuesday, got like four days or so. If this doesn't roll in your favor mm. for whatever reason, what, what are you going to do then? I'm going to continue to take legal advice against the commission because at the end of the day, I feel like this has been, it's so black and white. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to let it go. I'm a savage and I'm going to make my, my feelings really, really felt. And I will, like I said, I'm not going to say too much now because there is a case going on with lawyers involved and I'm not like a kid, but if it doesn't, if they don't do the right thing that the world has seen, literally the world's seen, have you seen a video that isn't saying he clearly elbowed me? I haven't. I mean, I've seen thousands of videos every day. I go on my explore page, just that elbow saying, can you believe it? There's more memes about him elbowing, you know, than anything else, so uh, usually my explore page is loads of birds with uh, bikinis on, so you can tell it's it's, it's real. And uh, now I'm just gonna wait and see, but no, I ain't gonna leave it. I can't leave it. It's too too. It's too too much of a cheat. Too cheating, isn't it? I did an interview with Eddie Hearn today, um, and this is what Eddie Hearn said. I said to him, an open-ended question: Was it an elbow? Or was it an, was it not an elbow? Eddie Hearn's response was, "Well, obviously it was an elbow, right?" But he, f this is the argument that I feel like a few people have kind of put out there, because he said that he, well, he said he felt that the way the fight was going, that you would have been stopped or beat anyway, right? That was what Eddie Hearn was pretty much saying, without quoting him word for word. That's the impression I got from him. That's what he was saying. 
which is a common argument amongst early stoppages and any situation regarding this, where people say, well, we know the way the fight was going, but until it happens, it's impossible to say exactly how the fight is going. But that was what Hearn said today about that situation. Yeah. But when I asked him about the elbow, he said, obviously, of course it was an elbow, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, number one, of course, it was an elbow. Number two, none of the punches knocked me out. So what any, anyone's saying is that does, is irrelevant. I got I got dropped by an elbow, not by a punch. So whether he was doing better in the first three and a half minutes of the fight or not is irrelevant. I'd agree. He won the first round, no, totally. But it was only 30 seconds in the second round. And I didn't seem worried. And I was landing. I started landing. I started getting my distance. Started getting this time. And so anyone can make a judgment on that. It was a bit crazy in like three and a half, especially someone as experienced as a man as Eddie Hearn, who's watched a lot of boxing and achieved a lot of great things in this sport. That you know, you'd like to think that you know he would have maybe used his words slightly differently. But there's no doubt in your mind. I know you, you kind of, you said, well, you didn't kind of, you said straight after the fight, he's cheated, this was done intentionally, and there's no doubt in your mind, after every replay you've seen, every angle, every motion, uh, every, like, even the lead-up to it, you've got no doubt in your mind that you still think that, that he cheated. Even more so when I saw the underhook come up before he, he like, takes the underhook and rolls me into the elbow. That's why the impact was so high. And that glove, yeah, is, is a big glove still. So to get your glove, you remember Muay Thai, you got to get your hand out of the way to get the elbow in. Well, imagine when you got a big glove. So you have to be really getting your glove out of the way to hit someone with an elbow. Like, how, how did he miss my face with the glove? Like, how often have you seen anyone get knocked out by an elbow in boxing, like a clean elbow like that? When was the last time you saw that? Well, do you know what? I'm not going to make a direct comparison, but obviously we had a situation recently with um, Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, but there was no punches in this that hit me. Just an elbow. I'm saying that's the nearest thing recently to any kind of talk amongst uh, or in reference to, sorry, an elbow. But that was you. If it was used, there was a combination of punches that it was maybe in... If that yeah, there was no, no, I was not hit with any punches in that flurry except an elbow. Mm. So it can't have been an accident, number one. And number two, the funniest thing is I remember Calais Sowland saying the ref needs glasses, but when they came to his boy on his fight, <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it was just the angle. He definitely caught him when that was a punch. Have you spoke to Calais about it? Mate, the guy ran out so fast at the press conference. They tried to swerve the whole press conference. They tried to not... In my contract, I had a press conference after the fight. As soon as KSI stopped talking, they all ran out. But yeah, it's press conference over. I had to run in and make the press sit so I could get my word. And I said, are oh, you not going to send it? He goes, oh, you want to talk? And I like looked all confused. And I said, yeah, come. And I look around. He's ran out of the room. They all ran out. Him, Mams, KSI, everyone. Even the press guy from... Whoever it was, Misfits or Design, was like, uh, didn't know what to do. I'm like, who wants to ask me questions? So all the press sat down because they wanted, because all they were asking him was about the elbow. Do you know? They'd all seen it. And then I basically held my own press conference by myself without the promoter of the show there. And I like Calais Sal. I think he's funny as fuck. I was like, but you know what it is? Is that obviously this is their golden boy and they got to do whatever it is they got to do to protect him, innit? So, but it's kind of like, man, you know, now you know that. 
whoever fights him next can pretty much, you know, he can bring a, you know, a gun to the ring and he's probably get away with it at this point because they're going to oh, we never saw it. I want a gun. This is mouth guard. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and right. you know what's sad? You know what's sad? Like, tell you straight. Is that if he was winning the fight, like everyone says, yeah? If he is whatever, why did he need to throw the elbow? It's because he knew that I was starting to land. And those those jabs to the chest, I'm very heavy-handed. weren't liking it. And they had worked on that technique, man. You don't do that by accident. You don't come out with a world-class Muay Thai elbow by accident. It doesn't just come naturally. I have all the boxing fights you've ever seen. How many boxing fights have you watched? How many years? 20 years? My first boxing fight, I probably watched around 95. Um... Right. All right, so, so well, 18 yeah. years of boxing yeah. fights, you probably watch 50 fights a year. Like 50 yeah. bouts a year. I was watching 50 fights in 95, but that was my first one. So whatever, anyway. Yeah, so you've on. seen 10,000 boxing fights. <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe, maybe. Right. Who knows? In 10,000 boxing fights, when was the last time you saw a clean elbow like that land on any boxer? Okay, I hear your point. Never happens. It don't happen by accident. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. No one's ever seen it because it don't happen by accident. Well, look, I, in answer to your question, in all those fights that I've seen or even covering IFL TV, I can't recall a situation like the other day. So, but I understand your point completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just hope that they don't lose integrity and by trying to look after their boy. From the PBA to Misfits to... Because they're building a product that's good. They were starting to build traction. But when you start to go super wild like that and let things like that get away, then you're just devaluing the whole product, in my opinion. So, I'm like I said, till Friday, I'm going to keep the faith that they're all going to do the right thing. I ain't going to trash talk them, but I do think that this didn't happen by accident. Okay. Look, I appreciate it's late, and I do much appreciate your time, as I always do, Joe. Just the last question. I will ask you... If it doesn't go your way Friday, which I already asked, but if you seek whatever advice and you go down whatever legal route, but you still doesn't, or it doesn't warrant you getting the rematch with KSI, what will be your plan? Are you Would you take another fight if Misfits were to come to you? Would I it? would never fight. I would never fight for Misfits ever again if they don't do the right thing. Really? You feel that yeah. strongly about it? Yeah, 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 never. Don't care what money, what who, opponent. I would never fight. Like, if they do the right thing and it gets uh, it gets changed the result and I can see misfits have been proactive in that and then they offer me another fight, say, listen, case I ain't going to fight you, but you can fight X or Y and I like the idea of it, I'll fight for them again. But if it's one of those things where it's like, you can't do anything to the owner, the promoter, and yeah, let's all hush-hush and pretend it all never happened. and Because that's disrespect. And that's what I'm not. That's why I'm upset. Is you can't disrespect me like that, you know. When all I did was push a fight, promote a fight, help them build their brand, and make it exciting as possible. And then you know when it don't go in your favor, you just try and mug me off. It ain't gonna happen. Do you feel like you've been disrespected and in your words mugged off? Totally. I mean, that should have been called in the ring by the ref. You saw how close the referee was to it. He was standing on top of it. You know what I'm saying? That referee just was like, uh, turn the bite out. He hit me in the back of the head three times. Right, like, literally on my neck. 
The ref, I complained about it in the ring openly. The ref just let it slide. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just super clear that, like, okay, that's the guy, the promoter, he pays us, so we got to let him do whatever he wants. And if that's how it's going to be on Misfits, then I would not fight for them ever again, no. I'd go anywhere else to fight, but I would not fight for them ever again. If they rectify this issue, then they, everyone can make a mistake. So, and I'm all about if they rectify it correctly, cool. They made a mistake. They, there's an apology. It wasn't even an apology from him. It's like, I was going to beat him anyway, and so the elbow don't really matter. What? What are you talking about? How's that anything to do with anything? You weren't going to beat me anyway because you had to elbow me to win the fight because your right hand didn't do nothing. And he was like, oh, I wobbled him already. How did he wobble me? I was throwing a counter right hand. You don't throw a counter right hand when you're wobbled. <laughs> so, just nonsense. Right. Well, listen, like I said, by the time this goes out, this will be Tuesday. Um, I'll speak to you. Um, either Friday or Saturday with an update on this, if you will. Yeah. And let us know what's going on because if obviously you're going to find out that information first, unless it's publicly put out there, what the decision is. But you reckon around four o'clock, we may know. They said to me, yeah, like four o'clock on Friday, they're going to have an answer. They're given the chance to KSI to put his defense have in. You, have you both got to turn up anywhere or is it just going to be done internally? It's done internally. Like we sent them an email of our representations. They have we had they gave us until two o'clock tomorrow to send it in. So we're gonna send anything in in the morning. KSI has to do the same. Then they deliberate till Friday and then give us an answer. Okay. Well, like I said, we'll have uh, hopefully a catch up at some point, either Friday or Saturday. Yeah. I don't know where you are in the world. So, like time difference wise, I just. <laughs> I don't even know I'm going to be in the world, so we're just no, I don't. It. I literally don't. I'm like, I'm like speaking to you all day today. I'm like, I actually don't know where you are. I still don't know where you are. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll hopefully get a good result Friday and see what we do next. Well, but there's other fights. It doesn't have to be misfits. If you know if they're not going to do the right thing, there's other promotions out there that would want you know a headline fighter. Well, you're definitely going going into whatever next fight off the lot uh, off the lot a lot of publicity, rather. Sorry. Of course, yeah. I've had like people like 21 million people go on my Instagram for the last month or something crazy like that. Like stories are getting like 200,000 views, and this is just like I don't know why. I guess it's a smile. I'm viral, baby. Viral. Viral Fournier. Um, Joe, thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. And uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast that me and Joe did, obviously a few days before his fight, Raw the Fight Within, please listen to that on Spotify, Apple, everywhere, because uh, that's actually quite a, an interesting listen. Not Obviously, it's not reference to the fight, but a lot of your backstory is in that. So, yeah. Give that a, a lot listen. of people have messaged me saying they loved it, yeah. I've had a lot of comments off it today, actually. Like the the YouTube video will go out later on, as in Tuesday. But on the audio, like a few people message me, go, "Oh, that Fournier is actually all right, isn't he?" <laughs> <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. yeah. All right. Listen, we'll catch up all then, right. anyway, oh, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens regarding uh, the situation on this right. on Friday. All right. Cool. And tell tell uh, Eddie to like put his glasses on. Watch your back. <laughs> is it because is I it, it was like a bit of a backhanded compliment? Because he said not a compliment, but he said it was obviously. 
he's that's what he said. But then he, yeah, he kind of said that's the impression I got from his comments that um, he felt that the way the fight was going, almost like he was saying that it wouldn't have made a difference. I'm like, oh. you know that you, you watch Leon Edwards, a UFC fight versus Kamara Usman, where he was losing every round and kicked him in the head and knocked him out. Well, listen, this so how do you make how do you make that decision after one round? Well, one of his fighters, to be fair, one of his fighters, Carl Froch, he wasn't promoting Carl Froch at the time. Carl Froch was losing pretty much every round to um, Jermaine Bro. Taylor about oh, yeah. 13 years ago, whenever it was, and then stopped him in the la- literally the last round, but was losing the majority of the fight. Yeah. So the argument there about what could have happened, etc., is very subjective. That's what I'm saying. He, he should know better. Come on, Eddie. Next time you come to Mick and I'm getting you, not letting you in anywhere. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thank you very much for your time, and we'll definitely right. catch up over the weekend. Cheers, buddy. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.